0: What's up, guys? Keith Gauze here, Jonathan Fadira on another episode, bringing you massive value. Today, we're doing some shit a little different. We're gonna do a, a quick little fire hydrant test on a and A session. And uh, reality is, uh, what the question is, and I'll let you lead off, Jonathan, or if you want, you can you can pass the buck back. What are you doing in your business today to be different, to be sustainable, and and what are you doing to make sure that you're guarding number one, your culture? Number two, your energy. And number three, your your passion just to wake the fuck up and come back into the trenches and, and, and rinse and repeat. So let's let's start with what are you doing today to make sure that not only your your mentality and your culture for yourself, but your culture of your team. What are you doing different in your business?
1: I wouldn't say it's different. But I will say that one of the things that you can do to safeguard everything that you just said, okay, is being selective with which clients you work with and not. What I mean by that is everybody has core values, okay, or you should have core values. Your team should have them, your company should have them, and your clients should know them, okay, and maybe your clients have different core values and that's okay but if they're violating where they don't respect your core values, or if you know it's not a fit culturally or with what you do, I think it's a very ethical thing to fire certain clients. And here's why I say that. And it's probably one of the hardest things to do until you get used to it because no business owner, no operator wants to turn down business. It's, it's very, very hard for an operator to say no to an opportunity. However, when you say no to that opportunity, you're saying yes to more of the people that you can help. And you're saying yes to spending more time and being more impactful for the ones that you are helping. Meanwhile, when you work with that client that was borderline to start with, or that you know is gonna be difficult because they don't their values don't align or match with yours, What you're doing is you're inviting problems into your culture and your company and your business. And I'll tell you right now, and almost without a doubt, anyone that I have said, hey, this isn't a fit or I thought it, I've always been proven right. Okay, you're trying to be the good guy. You're trying to be a good operator and you're trying to help somebody. Whether it's a size thing, like I'll tell you right now, if I can't get somebody at least ten thousand dollars, I'm not the one to work with them, okay? And personally, for me, it's more like 50,000. My team will accept people, 10,000 or more. And a lot of times when you try to make that exception because they have a great story or a great background, or you really wanna help them because they've been put in a bad spot. What I found is even though you're trying to do that, it's still gonna backfire on you because one, they're probably gonna take as much time, if not more time than some of your best clients And two, a lot of times, if they don't match your culture and your core values, they're going to be very, very difficult to work with and create a lot of headaches for you. And so by you reducing the number of headaches by saying no to business actually allows you to, one, be in a better mood all day, and two, focus your energy on the people that you should be trying to help right off the bat. Okay? So that is one thing that I would say I would be cognizant of. Define your ideal client, okay? And then maybe make an area around like, hey, even if it's not perfect and ideal, we're willing to accept this on a low, and then the high really doesn't have any limits. But if they fall outside of that box, don't be a hero, okay? It's okay to say no. It's, and, and you don't have to say no. You could say, hey, no, I, we can't help, but I do know someone, let me get you connected and then you might be able to go and get a referral fee from somebody else that might be a competitor right how cool would that be is it, if you sent your competitor business and that person is a fit for them and now you look like a good person a good guy to that client and a good guy to your competitor all right and you didn't deal with any of the problems any of the noise any of that stuff and you were able to spend time working just on your ideal guys tell you what you'll have a much more successful business much more flu- free-flowing business you'll be happier while you're working keith what do you think
0: yeah no i love firing clients i mean i don't love to do it but the reality is i think you hit it on the head you're only going to fire them because their asses weren't supposed to be a client to begin with you just got greedy and wanted the money so you said yes and the reality is the bullshit meter caught up to the time that you have to sync with these people And you get tired of them causing more and more and more and more friction in your business. And then you fire them. So coming back full circle is you identified them out of the gate as a non client. You got attracted to the money. You spent their money that they pay you drinking beer after five, because they stress you out. Right. And then you fire their ass. So in reality it was no help. Yeah. Um, but no, in, in all seriousness, like if I look back over 15 years and all the clients that I had to let go, I, I there's not a single one that I didn't know that I would fire out of the gate. I may not have known it immediately, but I, I knew that they weren't the right fit. At some point. <laughs> At some point. And the, the, I know that they weren't the right fit typically in the beginning because the reality is like there's two sides of this conversation. Right. And I don't want to be unfair to those who are coming up out of the trenches and just getting started. Like you're going to take these clients on to pay your bills. Right. And you, and at that point, you don't know that they're not the right client, but you will evolve to, to them not being the right client. And you will then start to identify them moving forward. So I'm not talking about you guys who are in the first couple of years, still figuring it out, making ends meet and doing the work. Okay. But what you'll start to learn as you transition through time is, you'll pick the clients you know, you work really, really well with, and the ones that you are excited about coming into work to talk to. That is, your, that is your client, go find those people. The reality is, if there's other people on your roster that aren't in that market, you gotta do a couple things, okay? What I did and what I'm still doing is I'm hiring other financial professionals Because the reality is coming into the financial professional space, you basically bleed your family dry of referrals, and then you beg people to do business with you until they get so tired of you, they sign the paperwork, okay? I wanted to change that for these young successful guys who wanted to come up into the game. So I feed those those guys and gals who we hire the referrals. Hey, this isn't a match for me, but I know our service can help them, boom. Hey David, you take this guy on. He's still under Thailand Consulting, he's still going to get the best service. I'm not going to spend time with it, and that's not me being rude, but it's the reality. I know mm-hmm. that I've taught David to do everything that I do. He can then service this individual very very professionally. Okay, yep. the hell with going and sending shit to your to your competition. Go hire your competition and bring them in and say, "Hey, I'll fill your I'll fill your uh, <laughs> You're, you're batting cages with with potential uh, candidates all day long. You just need to go throw them the ball. That's my thing. Firing people is part of the process, man. And the reality is, unfortunately, it feels good because it's be, it's been a problem for however long you let it be a problem until you get tired of the problem and you let the person go. Okay. And I've also fired people in really, really, really good, uh, you know, exits. Where we're yes. still friends and shit. Like it doesn't have to be this negative thing. It just needs to be a conversation where, hey, man, the things don't align. I, you know, I had a, a last week. I had one, and the, the conversation was absolutely fantastic. On the call with their CPA, at the end of it, I hung up and I immediately called him and I said, "Hey, guys, I, I don't, I don't know that how you're going to receive this, but the intention is, is I'm just trying to be honest with you. I don't want you to pay me anymore. I cannot help you anymore." And they were like, Hey man, thank you for calling. We were feeling the same way on this same call. So the reality is just as much as you want to let that person go, they probably want to fire your ass too. There's a two way street, but we always think that we're the ones in control of it because we, you know, they're our clients and, Oh, I I have to fire them. Well, the reality, you you should probably do both of you a favor and, and terminate the relationship on a working space. Now, I've been texting these people all day long today, still very good communication, still helping them do some things, but they're not paying me. And the reality was like, Hey, I would rather be your friend and help you as a courtesy than to take another penny of your money. And I'm going to refund you everything you've sent to us. I didn't have to do that. But the reality is uh, I don't want any negative connotations on our company about I paid them this and they didn't do shit. So I'm beat them to the punch. Uh, so, in today's space, firing for culture, right? Firing for energy and selection is is something that needs to to happen, and yep. it needs to happen on a consistent basis. Do not get caught in the moment of keeping people on your roster as a client just to create money. Yep, because that shit will cost you ten times on the back end. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so the way that I fire clients, we just have a very open conversation, you know, and I just say, Hey, full transparency, man, this is what I'm feeling. You know, tell me if I'm wrong. And typically they'll say, no, you're right. So here's, here's what I propose. I'm going to quit billing you. Sometimes you get refunded. Sometimes you don't depends on the relationship and the amount of work and the scope, but I can tell you this. Those two individuals that I terminated, if you will, I guarantee you send me referrals in the future. Yep. Right, so so the, the negative connotation on the word firing is just that, it's a negative connotation. And the reality is if you do it properly and you do it with pure intentions, then then the negative aspect is gone. Yep, and it's not this this BS of like, oh, I can't fucking believe you're firing me, and you're an asshole, and I'm gonna put your shit all over Facebook, and I'm suing you, and you know, we already work in a in a uh, in a pretty robust industry where a lot of people like to complain. Yeah, right. Hey, the market was down 29% last year. My shit was down 3%. Why wasn't it up? Well, we saved you 26%. I don't, you know. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) You're fired. So it's, this is going to be something that we, the reason I wanted to bring this up in this little QA session is because this is going to be something a lot of people are going through right now. Yep. Both ways, they're going to get fired and they're going to do the firing and it doesn't have to be a negative connotation. And if you can do it professionally and you can do it above board, uh, the relationship still stays communication yep. lines still stay open and referral business can then transpire from that. Right? Um, and then that's at that's some cool. point when, when you can help them, you they're going to go back. Yeah. And
1: so they're, they're going to know you operate ethically. Yeah, and know yeah that's the good
0: thing, people. man. You know, there's, there's these things called ethics that a lot of people forgot about, I think. You know? Yeah. And, and that's another part of this. So the reality is we wanted to touch on this. What are you doing to pivot? What are you doing to protect yourself? Uh, client selection is one of those things that needs to be intimately uh, viewed and investigated so that you aren't setting yourself up to to burn the wick faster than the wax. Uh, and you end up leaving with, uh, you know, burnt out and, and pissed off all the time. Um, that doesn't do you any good. It doesn't do your spouse or your partner any good. It doesn't do your business partner any good or your kids or anyone else. Okay. That's yes. the reality. That's the Q&A of the day. What are you doing? Topics firing clients. How to do it effectively, efficiently without pissing a bunch of people off. And the importance of making sure that you're, uh, you're not violating your own client
1: uh, guardrails. Correct. And one other thing I'm going to add to that, it was perfectly said, I do think if you're going to do it the right way, you should probably do it over phone call. Okay. And here's why. Text, email, anything in writing needs to follow the phone call. However, a lot can get misconstrued via email, or text. You're not listening to tone. You're not getting any feedback from the other party. Okay? And if you listen to any example Keith gave during this session, it was all speaking directly with the person, obviously over the phone or face-to-face, face, so you can pick up cues from how they sound. All right? I would not be doing it as a one-off, as a Matter of fact email or matter of fact text, because you know what? That's probably gonna be the last text or email you send that person. And you may walk away from that thinking, oh, everything's great, I did it professionally. And I can assure you that they probably do not think that or feel that way, all right? So guys, I hope this helped. I want you guys to understand if you're new in business, it's gonna be way harder as you grow and you're more experienced. You're going to be able to identify who should get fired quicker faster and you're going to have more uh, less hesitancy of doing it okay but doing it and doing it the right way is the right call all right so do us a favor share this with someone that needs to hear it and we will get back to you on our next q a and if you guys have any questions that you want keith or i to go over please make sure you're emailing us it's Jonathan at integratedbusinessfinancing.com. If you send them to me or you can message it to Keith or myself, we'll get them. We'll bring them up on the next show. All right. We appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning in. And I hope you guys are kicking ass.